The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders podcast network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, I'm still coming down off of a high from that Charger game. I don't know about you, Raider Nation. But first and foremost, I'd like to wish you, your family, and everyone that you know, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. As we approach this Chiefs game, um, we're going to reflect a little bit on the Charger game, obviously, but more importantly, going forward. The thing is, Raider Nation, is that what we saw was an explosive, explosive situation. I think Raider fans, and and I'm sure you agree with me, were eager to see, you know, just couldn't wait to see. It was a, an explosion where all three phases complemented one another, but you jumped on a team early and you stayed on them. You kept your foot on the gas. There's been so many times where I looked, at, looked across the way in the booth to my partner, Jason Horowitz, and I said, Jason, yeah, he's happy, he's excited, but can they sustain it? Can they sustain for four quarters? And I think we were able to see that against the Chargers. Now, to me, not only was it creativity to see the offense explode the way they did open up things, but more importantly, I think it was, you know, you have all three phases complemented one another. I'm sure you'll agree with me that the defense has been a pleasant surprise. I don't know if I expected the defense to, coming into the season to play as well as they have. But they've shown up. The offense has been the inconsistency that have been, you know, plaguing us. And, and for the most part, there still hold fast that there are three games that I wish the Raiders could have turned turned their hands on, uh, and they would have been a, or changed the outcome, and they would have been in a different place. The Minnesota game, the Chicago game, as well as the first Charger game, because you saw what the Raiders are capable of doing against the Chargers Thursday night. And where was that in the first game? How come they, that wasn't present? Um, so with that being said. I go back to what we're looking at right now, pushing forward. The biggest nemesis for the Raiders is the Chiefs. They haven't found a way to hit that nemesis or to take care of that nemesis. So that's some, a situation that we're going to see when they play on Christmas. We're going to see that they're able to do. With that being said, here's what we evaluate from you know this past week uh, against the Chargers. You see what you're capable of when you don't have to force feed the ball to number 17. Or you're not relying on Josh Jacobs to, to get you those yards. Staying ahead of schedule is absolutely imperative for this offense. And what I mean by that, you have to get positive yards on first down. You know, we saw the Raiders open up this past game against the Chargers with play action rather than trying to run the football. I thought that was creative. I thought that was smart. They opened up the opportunity to show their passing game and more teams are looking for the Raiders to be predictable like that. Oh, they're on first down. They're going to try to run the ball. But when Jacobs wasn't in the lineup, you know, you had the defenses that are still looking for that run or for you to try that run. You opened up opportunities with the play action game or even the rollout, you know, naked boots and stuff like that. The thing was, is that the Raiders were able to open up their offense and pushing forward. Here's the thing. You already know that they're going to try to double team number 17, Devontae Adams, whether it's outside. But you have the ability with, with Myers being able to come around and Trey Tucker and, and Mayer, the, you know, the tight end coming available. You have the opportunity to open up other possible weapons. I think you saw a little bit of a glimpse of that against the Chargers. Going forward, they need to do more of that. You know, don't be so predictable. Don't be so the usual suspects you're trying to get the football to. More importantly, find ways to create opportunities for Devontae Adams. They ran routes that had success against the Chargers, keeping number 17 between the numbers. I think that's incredibly, that's something that you have to do. Line them up as a slot, 
you know, take the top off of a defense with, with a speed receiver. You're going to isolate either him a linebacker or a safety in the zone. You can't double team him out of the slot position that you could um, as much as you would if he was an X or a C, Z receiver. So I think that's incredibly imperative going forward that you do things like that. More importantly, it, it does well for Aiden O'Connell to open up his vantage point from quarterback and seeing what he can do with quarterback uh, to the tight end to the slot, to other receivers and stuff like that. And don't be so predictable. More importantly, you take a lot of pressure off your offensive line. I'm not trying to hold the ball. All this goes back to staying ahead of schedule. Get you know positive yards on the first down, setting up second and third down in manageable situations so you're not looking at the three and out. I think they have the ability to do that, Raider Nation. I do. I, I think this offense has the capability of doing it. Now it's just the biggest nemesis is just to find a way to answer that, that calling for the Chiefs. It's imperative if this team is going to be successful and you know you could say this make this analogy every week but it's imperative especially against the Chiefs score touchdowns score touchdowns score touchdowns and if you look at even the last game the Chiefs played when the Raiders played the Chiefs at home you know jumping out to a double digit lead early you saw the adjustments that the Chiefs made you have to take into consideration what they're going to adjust and you have to make adjustments as well because the second half was not the same in the Chiefs game as it was the first half for the Raiders you got to score touchdowns got to put pressure on them so that, you know, going forward, I think that's what you have. You know what you have to do. And this is the biggest nemesis. I honestly believe that the Chargers team-wise collectively quit. They didn't want to play. And you saw that outing against the Raiders. And, and that's not going to be the same for every team. To me, I, I think you, you, know, you go back to the collectively in this division. You know, you've had an answer for the Broncos, even though the Broncos are getting better and you have to play them another time. You've, you've taken care of the Broncos for years. Um, you have confidence in that. You've been 50-50 against the Chargers. So you have that confidence. You have not been able to overcome the Chiefs. That's the biggest nemesis. That's the biggest, you know, the thorn in your side, if you will, if you're the Raiders. So going forward, I think you need to, you're, you're going to see that. But here's what, here's what I do take in consideration. You, you talk about the game against the Vikings, which was ugh, blah, however you want to look at it. And then you talk about, uh, you know, the game against the Chargers. Well, like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a blowout game. This is what we've been thinking for. Where do you really truly evaluate? It's kind of hard, in my opinion, estimation. It's really hard to evaluate where you are as a team after the Chargers game because, again, the Chargers quit. And that's the reason why you were able to get up to 42 nothing before the Chargers decided to try to play a little bit. But, you know, the, the, the game was already out of hand by that time. Uh, and the explosive outfit you didn't have an answer for. Going forward this week against the Chiefs in Kansas City, you've got an uphill battle. You've got a team that has had your card for quite some time. You've got a coaching staff that knows how to make adjustments against you for quite some time. Pushing forward, it'll be interesting to see how the Raiders react. If we're going to see the same sort of outing offensively that we saw against the Chargers, or are we going to see a dud like we saw against the Vikings the you know four days before? So um, I'm positive, Raider Nation. I'm positive that this team is capable of finish, finishing the season well. I just know the three opponents that we have in front of us are playing pretty good football. Um, the, the remainder of the season. And the Raiders are playing pretty good football. If they can complement what they did Thursday night, the Raiders have a fighting chance against all three of these upcoming teams. I think the Raiders can win the three upcoming games, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Broncos. But they're going to have to have a tremendous outing like they did this past, uh, this past Thursday night. All in all... You know, um, when you look at where the Raiders have come, how far they've come, I think there's so many things that we can we can hang our hat on and hold a light to and say, you know what? Finally, finally, impressed with the defense. We know the special teams has been, you know, consistent. Um, it's the offense that's coming along. And, and I'm really, 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 truly impressed that the offense has come as far as they come. Uh, and they, they, they still are collectively, um, you know, productive, um, even without some of their stars. You have some guys on the offensive line that had to step in. 
Thayer Munford, to me, has done an awesome job of stepping in. He's he's played a lot better than I had given him credit for coming into the season. I'm really impressed with his play. Uh, collectively with the offensive line, Dylan Parham stepping in the center, so on and so forth. Um, the offensive line has played really well. Um, Aiden O'Connell has come along. I think he's his progression as a young rookie and within this offense, you don't feel the pressure. You know, I got to get the ball to 17. I got to get the ball to him. No, no. He does. He takes the pressure on his shoulder and he, he takes what the defense gives him. Very impressive. Very impressive. Going forward, um, you know, the offensive collectively, I think they have the weapons to really strike up things and, and really score. They've got to just score touchdowns. We've seen this ball, the ball be moved between the 20s. It's one in the red zone, like this last game against the Chargers. They got in the red zone, they scored. That needs to be done. You have to continue to do that. So I'm looking forward to these last three games. And more importantly, I'm hoping that they have an answer for the Chiefs. I can't stand the Chiefs, as you guys know, Raider Nation, but I'm hoping they have an answer and finally find a way to win this football game. Well, that's going to do it for me this week on Morning Grind, Raider Nation. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Happy holidays to you and yours. Go Raiders. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network.